One of the biggest keys to my success is my ongoing desire to grow and invest in myself. When I say investing, I mean time, energy, and money. One of the biggest blocks I see with new leaders is the belief that asking for help equals failure, when in reality, that is the key to successful leadership. So if you are a leader who deeply cares about the people that you lead and you've got big goals ahead of you this year, now is the time to apply for our next cohort of Inside Out Leadership. Inside Out Leadership will provide the container and inspiration for growth so that you can overcome the people obstacles and build a thriving, empowered team. Head on over to aaronthorpe.ca forward slash inside out and enter your name and email and fill out the application. I will personally reach out to discuss our next steps. Welcome to Tactical Empathy. I'm your host, Erin Thorpe, and this is a show where we will explore what it really looks like to lead with empathy in the real world. From a young age and into the early years of my career, I was constantly being told that I was too emotional to lead, but I found a way to turn those emotionals into my leadership superpower, and now I want to share that with each of you every week on this podcast. In today's episode, I want to dive into both the inside and outside skills of empathy that help us navigate through tough times. It's time to lead with both our heart and our mind. So let's dive in. Today, I want you to reflect on how you show up when tough things happen at work or in life. Do you tend to lean on that old golden rule to treat others as we'd like to be treated? Or do you have a different philosophy? I would like to offer you today two new rules. The new updated golden rule and a platinum rule. Two options that put into practice both the inside and outside skills of empathy. Today, we're going to dive into both sides of empathy. What we have to do with ourselves, which I refer to as the inside skills, and the skills we need to practice with others, which I refer to as our outside skills. So inside skills are our common humanity, our ability to be kind to ourselves, and this sense of mindfulness, which when I talk about mindfulness, um, this is not ours on a meditation mat. This is the ability to accept things as they are, to not blow them out of proportion or downplay and minimize them. So just to be really present in the moment. We're also going to look at the outside skills that are needed uh, and specifically focusing on the ability to be non-judgmental, which is really hard for most of us human beings, and to take the perspective of others. And all of this under the context of navigating tough times. The reason that this um, became a topic that I wanted to talk about with you today is over the last couple of weeks, um, some tough things have been happening at my husband's work, and it's caused me to think about some of the things I've witnessed in my career as well. And sometimes at work, we witness really tough things, Um, people being let go unexpectedly, um, mass layoffs. We can have medical events that happen at work. Uh, You know, life events happen at work. And these can be very difficult for team members to experience because of this old paradigm around leadership and and in in even more general terms this old belief that you know there's no place for emotion at work 
well, how do I rationalize or how do I get through these tough things that happen at work if I'm not allowed to be human and show my emotions? And so today's episode is really to help leaders and individual contributors and anyone who's listening. Um, I want to offer you a perspective on how to navigate these tough times at work using some of these skills of empathy. So let's just say that something difficult has happened that you have bared witness to at work. This could be uh, a medical event. This could be a layoff. This could be some other type of event, right? Winning or losing a project. There's all different kinds of things that we can apply this to. For this purposes of today's podcast, I'm going to use um, a medical event that has happened. So somebody has has had a medical an emergency at work. Um, there have been some witnesses to this. There have been some participants in this event. And now we have to figure out how we're going to get through. So if we believe in this old golden rule, which is, you know, treat others um, the way that that we would like to be treated, then I am going to offer my support through the lens of what works for me. Okay. And this is really important. When I do that, I'm actually disconnecting from the rest of the team because I don't look at this based on what they need. I'm looking at it through how I want people to treat me. And so that is how I'm showing up and treating them. The new golden rule is a great place to start when thinking about applying these inside empathy rules. How would I treat myself the way I would like others to treat me? You see the the little nuance and the shift there in the rule. So if I have just bared witness to or participated in this medical emergency at work, which has happened, how do I want other people to respond to me? How do I want them to show up? Well, I want them to be kind, right? I want them to honor the fact that I have just experienced something that has has left a mark in whatever way that means. Um, I want them to obviously not blow this out of proportion, but I want them to also meet me where I'm at in the fact that this has happened. I don't want them to downplay this. I don't want them to make it smaller than it needs to be. And I want them to remember that I am human too, and I'm carrying a load, some of which you may see at work and some of which you may not, based on how I choose to show you that. And that this event, this event that has happened to a, a colleague or a human being at work with me has affected me. And so if I'm living by the new golden rule of treating myself the way I want others to treat me, then that means I need to be kind. I need to offer myself the space and grace that I need to process this. I need to allow myself to be human, to have some emotion. I need to allow myself to fully sit with the gravity of the situation that has happened, not to blow it up and not to make it more dramatic and definitely not to minimize it or make it smaller than it is, but just to really sit with and honor what has just happened. And I'd like to ask, you know, each of you listening here today, how often do you actually do that? How often are you treating yourself the way you would like other people to treat you? I had a walk with a great friend over the weekend, 
you know, and expressing this interest for, for other people to help her out and to start, you know, giving her a bit of a break. And as I'm listening to her talk, I can see that she's not treating herself the way that she wants other people to treat her. She keeps piling the work on and she keeps taking on more and more instead of giving herself the space and grace and the kindness and the the space of just being human to take a break. So when we are going through tough times, before we can reach out and offer anyone else any other kind of support, we have to be able to practice these skills with ourselves. We have to be able to be kind. We have to remember to not blow things up or to downplay them. Um, And I think for a lot of leaders, we're trying to minimize the amount of stuff on our plate, if you will. We're trying to say it's not that bad. I can get through it. Um, You know, I'll just push through, just tell the next deadline, just tell the next project. And when reality is that has been stacking up and piling up for a really long time. And we need to sit with the fact that, you know what, we probably are a little bit overworked. And we've got a little bit too much on our plate and we haven't been asking for enough support and we haven't been pushing back and saying, you know what, my plate is full. And right now that doesn't align with my priorities. It's not that you can't do it. It's that it doesn't align with your priorities right now. And we have to be able to acknowledge the fact that we are human, not robots, not machines. We are not built with endless supplies of energy and we need to work back into our day some of this human restorative practices like sleep, like movement, like sunlight, water, nutritious food, the absolute basics of the basics that tend to go out the window when we get busy as leaders. So number one when dealing in tough times is to treat yourself the way you want other people to treat you because only when you have given yourself this space of empathy, will you be able to go out and practice that with others? So let's talk about tough times now and how we show up for others. And this is what is referred to as the platinum rule, which is treating others how they want to be treated. Not treating others how you want to be treated, but treating others how they want to be treated. And you can see why or I hope you can see why it is so important for us to do this inner work first so that we have the space and capacity to show up and do this with other people. Because if we don't do our own work first and we're minimizing our own problems and we're adding to our own load and we're not cutting ourselves any slack and we're not giving ourselves any space or grace, it can be really easy to show up and do that exact same thing with the people around us. And being able to treat others how they want to be treated is an act of humility, it is an act of courage, and it is an act of curiosity. And unless you're practicing those set, those skills with yourself, they're going to be really hard to practice with other people. So in order to show up and treat people how they want to be treated, we have to be non-judgmental. We have to be able to put our judgments aside of how they're showing up, what their reactions are, how they might need to deal or cope or get through this situation. Um, and really lean into perspective taking. So the non-judgmental piece is really that act of humility and courage. And then leaning into perspective taking is the act of curiosity. 
how can we really understand what they need? Likely, you're going to need to listen more and talk less. You're going to need to ask good questions. And you're going to be called upon to deeply trust in your team. So if you don't have a trust practice with your team and you haven't been cultivating or making deposits into the trust bank, treating them how they want to be treated is going to be a little more challenging because you're not going to have much to draw from. So when we talk about non-judgment, and I want to just use, you know, this, this experience of this medical event. So a medical emergency has happened at work and you've had some witnesses, you've had some participants, and now it's the next day and you've got to kind of get back to business while honoring that these people have just gone through this medical emergency. How do you do that? Well, if we've done our own work, it's going to be a little bit easier to show up non-judgmentally and to say, you know, I don't know what you need. Maybe you need to come to work because the routine is what makes you feel able to cope. Maybe you need to stay at home because that's what feels supportive. Maybe you need to go for a walk. Maybe you need to take the rest of the week off. Maybe you need to come in and book a, a time with the grief counselor that we've you know, set up. There are a number of different avenues here that are available to people because everybody is going to react to this situation differently and everyone is going to need different support. And this is where it can be very easy as leaders to jump into, well, we've checked the box with the counselor and we've checked the box with giving everyone yesterday, you know, time off yesterday. So let's just get back to business. That is not how they want to be treated necessarily. So one of the biggest acts of courage and humility in this practice of non-judgmental being is allowing people to do what they need to do to navigate these tough times. And layered into that, after you allow them to make that decision, is we get curious about how does that look like for them? Okay, so you need to go for a walk. Is that just for today? I don't know. Maybe that's going to be till the end of the week. But you trust and give your people space and the ability to navigate the situation in their way. Both of these rules, the new golden rule of treating ourselves the way we would like to be treated and the platinum rule of treating others how they want to be treated, go against some of our preconditioned and social programming that most of us have been raised with. And they're going to take some time to put into practice, to lean into. Uh, They're going to feel awkward and shaky at first. You're not going to know what to do. And it's definitely going to feel like you have less control. But I want to talk about control for a minute as well, because I think when things start to feel uncertain is when we grip tighter and we have the illusion of control, but we're really actually not in control. We can mandate people back to work after a medical emergency or after, you know, mass layoffs. But if we're not dealing with the emotional side of those team members, if we're not leaning into these more difficult conversations because they might be a little bit messy or they might have a little more emotion to them, we're getting compliance, but we're not getting commitment. 
You know, people are checking the box, they're punching the time card, they're sitting in their desk for eight hours, but are they really being productive? Are they really giving you their best? A hundred percent not because they're thinking about and worried about the feelings that they're having. So when we release the control and we give people the time and space to process their feelings, doesn't always have to be with you as the leader. We can, we can give people resources and support, but when we give them the space and allow them to come back in their own time and in their own way, what we've demonstrated is that we trust them, that we believe in them, that we support them unconditionally. And we are going to get that back tenfold in our practice as leaders. I hope that this episode has served you in some way on your journey to building a resilient and trusted team. I urge you to lean into these practices of the new golden rule and the platinum rule and to treat yourself as you wish others would treat you. And then when leaning outside and treating others Think about how they might want to be treated. And if you're uncertain, just ask, what do you need? How can I support you? I'd love to hear your takeaways and thoughts on this episode if it impacted you in any way at all. So please jump on over to my social media channels. Send me a private message on either LinkedIn or Instagram um, and let me know your thoughts. I really appreciate you being here. And until next time, thank you for listening to the Tactical Empathy Podcast.